welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 94 of the podcast. In this edition of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about who will be the next quarterback for the New England Patriots now that Tom Brady, after 20 seasons, is going to Tampa Bay. The two quarterbacks currently on the roster are Jared Stidham, a fourth-round draft pick, and Brian Hoyer, who is now on his third stint with the Patriots. He's a long-time backup quarterback of one Tom Brady. I, for one, have zero interest seeing Brian Hoyer as the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots because I know what he is. He's average. Do I think Brian Hoyer can win 8-10 to 10 football games in the regular season? Yes, but that's not what I want for the future of the New England Patriots. He's a guy who's in his 30s. He would be a bridge, but I don't think he would be a helpful bridge. Like, I don't think Jared Stidham would learn a lot from sitting behind Brian Hoyer and learning from from Brian Hoyer. He's a good backup to have for Jared Sidham, but I do not think Brian Hoyer is a good enough starting quarterback in the National Football League. In his one playoff opportunity, he threw four interceptions while he was playing for the Houston Texans in a big postseason game. He is a guy who for most of his career has been a backup quarterback. That is not the right type of guy I want for Jared Stidham to sit behind if the The New England Patriots truly believe Jared Sidham is their next starting quarterback, but he's not ready. I don't think Brian Hoyer is the right type of guy for him to sit behind. It should be more of a guy who's had success in the National Football League as a starter. I would rather them go with Jared Sidham because even though he's young and unproven, at some point, if you believe in him, you got to see what he can do on the field. He was decent last preseason, even though that doesn't really mean anything. I mean, Danny Edlin was also a pretty good quarterback for the Patriots in the preseason. Have Jared Sidham start in the regular season at some point next year and see what you got in the guy. I think that's a pretty valid move. But make no mistake, if that's the move, that's a rebuild. That's not contending right away. I don't think you're going to contend right away for a postseason berth if Jared Stidham is your starting quarterback next season if you're the New England Patriots. I don't see how you could look at it that way. Because first and foremost, all those easy regular season wins for the Patriots are gone. Beating the Jets, Dolphins, and Bills are no longer a guarantee, especially because the Bills have made some pretty nice offseason acquisitions getting Stephon Diggs. The Jets will probably get better. They're going to have Sam Darnold, who I believe at some point is going to be a really good, respectable starting quarterback in the National Football League. I mean, the playing field is going to be equal for the first time for the New England Patriots. They are going to be on the same level as these teams. Guess what? You, If you're going in there with Jared Stidham, you don't have the advantage over the Sam Darnolds and the Josh Allens anymore. Your biggest advantage was that you had Tom Brady and he isn't going to make mistakes and those young quarterbacks are going to make mistakes. And Jared Stidham might be a really talented quarterback moving forward, but early on, he will definitely make mistakes. I also want to talk about how some people think it's a good idea for the Patriots to tank next year and get a star quarterback or or move up in this year's draft and trade for like Tua. I think that's the worst idea I've ever heard. You have Bill Belichick as your head coach. He should be able to develop a quarterback without you trading away a lot of draft picks and assets. If you believe you can win without Tom Brady, you should be able to develop the next guy without him being the number one overall pick in the NFL. Also, these high draft picks don't always necessarily work out. Marcus Mariota with Tennessee 
Tennessee, Jameis Winston with the Buccaneers, they don't automatically make you Super Bowl contenders just because you have a high draft pick. This idea for tanking for Trevor Lawrence, you have no idea how Trevor Lawrence is going to play in the National Football League. College football is built for Trevor Lawrence's of the world to put up huge numbers. That does not mean they are going to put up huge numbers. Tim Tebow, Johnny Manziel, they all put up big numbers. How many quarterbacks have to have fantastic college careers and then struggle in the NFL for people to realize just getting that number one overall pick does not save your franchise. The idea that the team that found the greatest quarterback ever in the sixth round should then tank because they should be so desperate to get the number one overall pick is a ridiculous point. You should be able to find talent. That's why you have Bill Belichick there. If Bill Belichick believes he can win without Tom Brady, he should be able to win with a guy like Jared Stidham. That's what I want to see. I want to see him pick a guy who maybe is kind of out there, who's not the top overall guy, and developed a really good quarterback. That's what I believe he should do moving forward. I do think there should be a bridge quarterback, though, and I have the perfect name, and nobody's brought him up. They brought up Jimmy Garoppolo, which would be ridiculous. San Francisco's not giving you him up. Cam Newton, I don't like that idea that much. Jameis Winston, not interested in that idea at all. You know who I'm interested in? Jacoby Brissett, the Indianapolis Colts just signed Phillip Rivers to a $25 million contract. They are probably going to make Phillip Rivers their starting quarterback. That makes Jacoby Brissett available. And when healthy last year, Jacoby Brissett, who, by the way, is the Patriots' former backup quarterback who won some games when Tom Brady was out and then Jimmy Garoppolo got injured that year, Jacoby Brissett came in and played pretty well. And last year, when healthy, he proved he is a valuable starting quarterback quarterback in the National Football League. He is an above average quarterback. He's way better than Brian Hoyer. His contract is not that massive. You can probably get him on the cheap and restructure it if you don't like it. Jacoby Brissett is the way to go. He's going to have a tough time getting another starting job in the National Football League moving forward. You know he's a decent enough guy. He's a decent enough starting quarterback in this league. You de- helped develop him. You believed in him at some point. Bring in that type of guy for one or two years. Let Jared sit him develop and if you believe you have something special in him let him see and sit behind a good starting above average level quarterback and that's exactly what I think Jacoby Brissett is above average to me that's the best of both worlds because you can still win football games with Jacoby Brissett as your starter as he proved last year he was really good last year before he got injured and things started to falter for the Colts and if you get Jacoby Brissett I think you could make the argument that you would still have the best quarterback quarterback in the AFC East. I think he's better than Sam Darnold at this point. I think he's a lot better than Josh Allen, and he's better than whoever the Dolphins are going to throw out there. He is a veteran, above average quarterback, who's now a backup again, sitting behind Phillip Rivers. This is a key opportunity for the Patriots to get a quarterback who's been in their system again. Again, I know it's not being talked about. I know it probably won't happen, but I like the idea of Jacoby Brissett being that bridge quarterback to whoever 
whoever is going to be the next quarterback for the Patriots, whether it's Jared Stidham or another high draft pick, but a nice bridge guy who's a better option than Cam Newton, a better option than Jameis Winston, is Jacoby Brissett because he's been there before, and I think right now he's better than those guys. Whoever is the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots next year, they need to bring in better weapons because right now all you basically have is Julian Edelman. And what I think they need most of all is a bounce back year from Sony Michelle. I think if the Patriots are going to be good next year, it's all going to fall on the shoulders of Sony Michelle. I thought this guy was going to have a massive season last year when he had a really good postseason, a great postseason, and then he had a really good preseason. I thought Sony Michelle would thrive on the Patriots last year, but then he turned into just another running back, an average running back. I think Sony Michelle needs to go to Pro Bowl level good for the Patriots next year for them to be a good to playoff caliber team. Because if Jared Stidham or Brian Hoyer are your quarterbacks moving forward, you're going to need a better run game than the one you had last year. Because what you had was a down year from Sony Michelle. James White had a fantastic year, but he's a pass catcher. Rex Burkhead is not reliable enough. You need to have a bounce back year from Sony Michelle for your young, if you're going to go with your young quarterback, he's going to need an elite level running game. And if Sony Michelle lived up to his potential with Patriots might have that and they would make this transition from Tom Brady to the next quarterback a lot easier. Nobody's really talking about this from the Patriots standpoint this offseason. They're all talking about the quarterback. How about the fact that the defense is also weakened? They lost Kyle Van Noy, a really good player. They lost Jamie Collins, who I thought had a fantastic year last year. Again, this defense isn't going to be the same defense. Both sides of the football for the Patriots are question marks going into next year, not just their offense. Their defense is also kind of a question mark. And they really haven't made any moves to bolster either side of the ball this offseason. They haven't made any huge offseason acquisitions offensively or defensively. They have basically only lost players. I think Patriots fans who are used to them winning 13 games a year are going to be in for a rude wake-up call when they win 8-10 to 10 games and can barely compete for a playoff spot. Another thing that's not being talked about a lot is is the fact that Josh McDaniels is still the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. And I think that's both a good thing and a bad thing. Good in that he's a really good offensive mind and they've won three Super Bowls with him as their offensive coordinator. Bad in the fact that the only quarterback he's had legitimate success with is Tom Brady. I mean, this is the same guy that drafted Tim Tebow and that blew up in his face real fast with the Broncos. He was also the offensive coordinator for the Rams when they had Sam Bradford. I mean, he's a fine quarterback, But Josh McDaniels has only won Super Bowls and big games with Tom Brady as his quarterback. I'm not sure Josh McDaniels is the right guy to help you develop your next quarterback moving forward. I think he's the type of offensive coordinator who would do great with a veteran quarterback and you would still have success. But is Josh McDaniels really the guy who's going to help you develop Jared Stidham into a Pro Bowl caliber franchise level quarterback? Maybe he is that guy, but I have my 
doubts. I mean, this is a guy who hasn't gotten that head coaching job. He said no to the Colts job. It would have been interesting to see him be the head coach with Andrew Luck because I thought he really would have had a lot of success with the Colts. But this could also be the key to Josh McDaniels getting his next head coaching job. If he can win 8-10 to football games next year with Jared Stidham as his quarterback, I think he will definitely be a prime candidate to get one of those big head coaching gigs next offseason because people will want him because people are not expecting the Patriots to be very good if they go with Jared Stidham. If he has success with Jared Stidham, they... People will think he can win football games with anyone under center. I also want to talk about something that I've been finding kind of annoying this past week. Stephon Gilmore and Devin McCourty have both come out and praised Jared Stidham. And while I think they're being good company men and they're being nice team players, I don't care what your cornerback and your safety feel about Jared Stidham in practice. I need to see him win big football games and then I will take him seriously as a legitimate quarterback. I do not care if the guys who are paying millions of dollars go out in public and say Jared Stidham can play quarterback. Until I see it from my very own eyes, I will not believe that Jared Stidham is a franchise-level quarterback. It's okay to hype the next guy when you're moving on from Blake Bortles or Jay Cutler, but the New England Patriots are moving on from Tom Brady, the greatest player in franchise history. You can pull off the pressure from Jared Stidham. Nobody knows if he's going to be the next guy until he actually goes out there and proves it. I don't need you to go on a publicity tour trying to make him out to be the next hope for the New England Patriots. Just let him play football and we'll see what we have in him. I don't care. Again, I don't care that Devin McCourty and Stephon Gilmore feel good about Jared Stidham being their quarterback because I do not honestly believe that's how they actually feel. I believe they've been told that by Belichick or by Robert Kraft. Hey, it'd be nice if you talked about how good this guy is. I get that all teams do that, but you don't need to do that at this point. Just let his play do the talking. That's what we'll find out if Jared Stidham is good or if he's not. Again, he's a fourth round draft pick. The expectations are not going to be that high. I would expect somewhere between seven to nine wins next year if Jared Stidham is your quarterback. Could it go awful? Could they go five and eleven? Yeah, but nobody's expecting them to find the next star quarterback in the fourth round like they found Tom Brady. I don't think this is that same thing. Could it be? Is Bill Belichick a great head coach? Yes, it's possible he found the next great guy, but I don't really see it that way. I see this as they thought Tom Brady was going to come back. He didn't, so now they're going to start this guy who just happened to be their backup. I feel like the guy that Bill Belichick 100% believed in to be the next franchise quarterback for the Patriots was Jimmy Garoppolo and that he was forced to trade him away for a second round draft pick because Robert Kraft did not want to pay two quarterbacks massive amounts of money. That's how I feel and now Bill Belichick is going to plan C where he's just going to try to win with anyone. He doesn't care who. He just wants to prove he can win football games without Tom Brady as his quarterback. I do not believe that Bill Belichick believes in Jared Stidham the way he believed in Jimmy Garoppolo. That's who he believed should have been the replacement for Tom Brady and he wasn't able to do that because Brady still had some left in the tank and again it worked out. Brady won another Super Bowl so it all worked out in the end. I for one do not think all this have worked out the way that it should have in the end. I believe that the Patriots should have groomed their next quarterback like the Packers groomed Aaron Rodgers with Brett Favre, like the 49ers groomed Steve Young with Joe 
Montana. I believe the next quarterback should have been groomed by Tom Brady for more than a year. You knew Tom Brady was aging. You knew that you were maybe going to move on from him before he could play till he was 45 like he wanted. So you should have taken that advantage to draft the next guy higher than the fourth round or whatever. Or maybe you really do believe in Jared Stidham, but that's besides the point. I believe there should have been more of a plan here. It seems like the Patriots thought Tom Brady would come back at a certain number. He didn't. So now he's gone for Tampa and you're here with Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer of all people. I just think it's easier to walk away from the Logan Mankins of the world, from the Richard Seymours of the world, than it is to walk away from a quarterback. It's going to be a tougher reset to move on from Tom Brady than it is those other players. You don't have another Tom Brady waiting in the wings like you do with those other players. You might have another guard to replace Logan Mankins. You don't have the next best, greatest quarterback ever. Jared Sidham might be really good next season, but his really good is not going to be Super Bowl level good. The Patriots could have competed for another Super Bowl if they brought Tom Brady back. Now that he's gone, you're going to have to hit the reset button and you're not going to be as good as you were going to be as if he were there. For years, Bill Belichick has beaten rookie quarterbacks again and again and again. And do you know why that is? Because he had the biggest advantage of all. He had Tom Brady who had mastered the position. Now, he might be going into a season where he has the young quarterback and the good head coaches like the Andy Reeves of the world are going to take advantage of the fact that they have Pat Mahomes and you're over there with Jared Stidham. That's advantage Kansas City Chiefs moving forward. That's advantage Houston Texans with Deshaun Watson. You are not going to have the best quarterback on the field at all times. And yes, you did not have the best quarterback last season, but you did have a guy who could still win football games by not making mistakes. And there were a few moments like that first eight games I thought Tom Brady was actually pretty good the final games I thought he started to show his age I also think Tom Brady can win with less he did not have elite level weapons last year he had Julian Edelman they got him Muhammad Sanu again the Antonio Brown fiasco maybe if that didn't turn out that way and Antonio Brown magically could have played the Patriots would have been great but I think Tom Brady can win 10 games easy with whoever is that wide receiver Jared Stidham if he's your starting quarterback is going to need better weapons because right now you have Julian Edelman who's going to be his blanket his security blanket he's going to go to him all the time you're going to need a bounce back for Mohamed Sanu who made little to no impact for you when you acquired him for a second round draft pick and I can't reiterate this enough get this guy a tight end I was surprised they didn't even try to go after Jimmy Graham he went to the Chicago Bears for a pretty decent contract it wasn't too expensive just get him a tight end I do find it funny when people compare the Patriots moving on from Tom Brady and they say the biggest thing they say is oh you won 11 games with Matt Castle do you people remember who Matt Castle had his weapons Randy Moss the second best wide receiver ever and Wes Welker, one of the best slot receivers I've ever seen. By the way, they were all coming off a year where they went 16-0. and 0. So yeah, you lose Tom Brady, that's probably a 5-win drop-off. You fall to 11-5. and 5. This time you lose Tom Brady, you don't have Randy Moss. You don't have Wes Welker. You have Julian Edelman, who's aging. It was kind of banged up last year. You have Mohamed Sanu, who you don't really know what he has left in the tank. And you don't have a guy who in Matt Castle was there 
there years before he got that opportunity to start. You have Jared Siddham, who has had one year in your system, and you have Brian Hoyer, who is nowhere near as good as Matt Castle. So for me, that argument is nonsense. If you had a star-talented team around Jared Siddham, I could believe he could win 11 games. I don't think you have that, especially offensively. Like, I don't think you have one of the better offensive groups in the NFL right now. Like, the Chiefs have a way better one. The Texans, even though they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins, probably still have a better one. And in your own division, the Bills might have the best wide receiver in the division in Stephon Diggs. Things are changing for the New England Patriots. The biggest question is, how much are they changing? Are the Patriots going to be an 8-10 to 10 win football team or, or lower on the totem pole like a 5-7 to seven win team? And I think that will have to do mostly with who's playing quarterback and are they playing at a high enough level. Like if Brian Hoyer is your starter, I think your ceiling is 8-10 to 10 wins. If Jared Stidham is your quarterback. There's more of an upside, but there's also more of a risk because he could be somewhere between that five wins and 11 wins. One thing is for certain, even though most Patriots fans would deny it, this is a bit of a rebuild. You do not lose a quarterback who was your starter for 20 years, win six Super Bowls, and him leave and not be a rebuild. The only question is, how long will that rebuild be? I mean, there have been teams like the Broncos, the Browns, the Jets, who have been looking for quarterbacks for over 15 years now. The Patriots are now in that realm of, you do not know who their starting quarterback is. And that, and that is a drastic change from where they were a year ago. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm yours, Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. So please rate, review, and subscribe.